Hello, you're listening to a podcast from Radio Maria, a Christian voice in your home. Radio Maria is a 24-7 Catholic radio station broadcasting online via our app, Radio Maria Play, and on DAB in an increasing number of areas. You can follow us on social media. And if you enjoy this program, please do click like and subscribe to us on your podcast provider. Radio Maria relies entirely upon listener donations. We have no other sources of funding, so please do consider supporting us with a monthly or one-off donation so that we can continue to keep providing great programming free at the point of access. To donate or find out more, visit us at radiomariaengland.uk. Hello. I'm Anna Fleischer, and this is a slightly unusual episode of Mornings with Radio Maria. That's because a few weeks ago I joined Pax Prison Pilgrimage, something of a tongue twister. If you don't already listen to Pact every month on Radio Maria, it stands for the Prison Advice and Care Trust, and it's a Catholic charity that supports people in prison. It was not one I'd heard of before joining the radio, which is telling, because it's a charity that is there for those who are literally on the margins of society locked away out of sight and out of mind. And yet the prison population is far from small. As of June last year, 89,520 people were living in our nation's prisons. And that figure is predicted to just keep on growing. So when I heard about the prison pilgrimage, I was fascinated because, well, I've never heard of anything like it before. And, you know, I've walked some pilgrimages, but never to a prison. So I decided to bring along some recording equipment. As we walked, we talked, and I picked up some of our conversations. Here's Marie, the Faith in Action Coordinator, explaining a bit about what the pilgrimage is about. We're actually on a, a parish to prison pilgrimage from St Margaret's of Scotland Parish in Carshotton Beaches. Uh, and we're on our way to HMP Highdown, which is a men's um, category C prison uh, close by. Mm-hmm. We're walking through the bright sunshine. Yes, <laughs> it's baking hot today. We actually did one of these last year to the women's prison, Downview, um, in August, but it wasn't as warm as this. Um, the idea is that we want to walk in solidarity with our brothers and sisters in our local prisons. You know, they are our, um, part of our community, mm-hmm. but very often not thought about. So we're walking in solidarity with them and spending some time in prayer when we get to the prison and then having a good old chat. I haven't got any experience of, of knowing any prisoners and these people are hidden away from us and from, uh, from the, the rest of society, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, and people sometimes think, oh, they, they deserve to be there uh, for what they've done. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end of the day, they're people who need help uh, and also, also when they leave prison, they need help as well to uh, you know, find themselves again. Yeah. My sister, Fiona, was a teacher here for several years. She taught business studies and business support, and sadly she got cancer and she died. But the students that she had wanted to celebrate and and remember her and asked for a service. So there was a lovely service that the chaplain here prepared and invited the family to, and all of her students took part in bidding prayers or some of the readings. There was one of her students who was a Latin scholar and Latin had been her particular interest as well before she 
taught English and the two of them used to, I don't know if you can say converse in Latin, but they did try and outdo each other <laughs> with Latin phrases or, or sayings. And he mentioned that in his little piece. He also said something in Latin, which I'm afraid I'm not a good enough scholar to know in, in her memory. Did you get a sense of what kind of a teacher she was from her students? Well, she was like a little bird in size because... Her cancer was a cancer of the tongue, and it meant that she couldn't eat. But she was very formidable, and they knew that they had to behave and follow and listen to what she said. And they did. They had enormous respect for her. The chatting that we had after the service clearly showed that. And her boss said that they were going to name the classroom after her, which was lovely. So I, I really wanted to come here and keep alive that memory and remember the staff who work here. We remember the prisoners, particularly through PACT, but also the welfare of the prisoners is linked to the staff and being treated with dignity. There were some lovely letters I got after her death from the prisoners who said she always treated them with uh, enormous dignity and didn't judge. And do you have any stories about how PACT has kind of helped people in prison? Or All crumbs, yes, they're very good. I mean, there's so many of them, they do such wonderful work. Mm-hmm. And having seen the problems to families especially, I always feel terribly sorry for, because often they've got to get here. Mm-hmm. They could come from all over London. Mm-hmm. And they're, if they're bringing their families up here, they've got a train and a bus just to get to the prison. And I often remember seeing the youngsters being dragged along on a Sunday morning to go to the visitor centre to see their partner or mm-hmm. husband. So to me, it was always sort of had felt very sorry for people in that situation, yeah. how difficult it was. For the prisoners here, it was a lifeline for the, for the uh, inmate just to sort of survive. Yeah. And a visit from his family was always a special occasion. Because mm. often people in those days couldn't always afford to come up. I think they get support now better. Mm-hmm. Or people, the pack were able to, to guide them in the right direction yeah. or point them in the right direction. So the fact that it's right on top of the prison, I'm sure they're do, doing everything they can to support the prisoners as and where they can. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, I'm sorry, great supporter of PACT. Now started um, supporting with the chaplaincy team, and I attend monthly meetings for mass. Actually, so it's monthly mass at um, the women's prison, and I found that to be humbling and rewarding, and quite privileged to do that because we are all in the same space as God's children, and that is so important. The divisions are literally sort of. You, you don't feel them when you're at mass together with someone and you're in communion with them, even though they are technically behind prison walls. Yes, definitely. And that's how we are. We all sit next to each other and, you know, we sing in together. We have communion together. And after that, we have tea and coffee and we're all the same, really. How much of an impact do you see that having on the prisoners? 
I think it's really important because I remember talking and they said some of the women prisoners do not have visitors and so when we're there it's like you're the visitor who's come there but also we're just coming and just you, we don't talk about what happened we don't know what happened and we just like um, just together and I think it's important and uh, for them I feel they also value that because they're quite warm and they just yeah uh, I think it's valuable to them as well that's why what do you think is the sort of the most valuable thing that pact does the see the, the thing that you see having the most impact um. I think sometimes it's the little things that is acknowledged it's kind of having that kind of friendly face in the visit center that family members can come back time and time again and know that they're going to be welcomed um, having a play worker there in kind of the play areas to kind of take the scariness out of, of a prison setting for the children is it makes all the difference to them um, and just being there for kind of the families because obviously they are sometimes you know the um, kind of forgotten victims almost and obviously working with service users is so rewarding because it, it helps so much for them to have that family support and that family unit it really does make all the difference and just having being a part of that is is very very rewarding um, it's opened my eyes to so much um, things that maybe are sometimes are overlooked but yeah it's something I really find extremely rewarding and if you're ever interested in the criminal justice system or anything like that I'd really urge you to kind of get involved because it is something you'll never ever ever regret. What is it that you see in, in the pilgrimage specifically doing this pilgrimage why do you think that's that's important? So um, the pilgrimage is important this is the second time I'm doing the pilgrimage because again it's just walking in solidarity and then it's saying the prayers again and making even other people aware because I look at the attendance for example for the second pilgrimage compared to the first one there were not many people and now there are you know people coming from different parishes a number of parishes are here today so again it's spreading that word and just sharing that love which we know from the Bible which which we've been taught by Jesus to say okay you visit people in prison or when I'm sick are you there for me and that is part of it so I believe this pilgrimage will go a long way and even as we're walking people are looking wondering what's happening but again it's just showing there is um, you know people who care and we can do it as a community I had a desire in my heart to do something about you know for God about uh, relating to prisons and things like that. I am a nurse, so I, I, you know, I serve God through looking after the sick. So I wanted to serve God also through looking after uh, prisons, uh, people there. So I prayed about it, and uh, the opportunity came up. Uh, I found out that um, in the church at St. Mary's, um, there was um, information that um, the diocese is having a Caritas lunch day. So I prayed and I went there with specific intention to find an organization to volunteer for in relation to prisons. So, um, so that's where I met PACT. 
so one of the things that the, their big jobs they do is trying to seems to be to trying to um, keep families together so when they're in prison and um, and, and clearly you know uh, reoffending is is quite high but if you don't if your family falls apart while you're in prison the chances of reoffending I would guess is much is much greater so the more we can do to strengthen keeping families together is is really important um, it, it must be can't imagine anything worse than <laughs> having your child knowing your chi your children are out uh, out outside and you're you're stuck inside so um, so hope and pray that their work you know success in their work I am the person that helps parents, uh, families and children at the uh, High Down Centre. I try and keep a low profile, being aware of making sure that I facilitate parents who are in prison and parents of those people in prison and the children. The children can be from very, very low age group, from been babies right through to adults. It is quite harrowing the effect it has and it's so traumatic I think it can be underestimated the trauma that is inflicted really on the uh, family when a parent is convicted and so quickly sent to prison. There isn't time to prepare particularly children for that trauma by nature is, is something that's very, very quick. And quite often it can be a first time experience. I mean, obviously this is also a pilgrimage, like it's very much tied in with, with parishes and with the Christian community. Do you want to say a bit about the impact of I think it's, obviously I work very closely um, with Marie who um, is our Faith in Action volunteer co um, coordinator and I think it's just that sense of community and belonging which is so important to service users and families, um, parishes reaching out to support these families makes all the difference um, supporting service users it just makes all the difference to them and, and just that sense as I say of sense of belonging of community and of acceptance as well um, not only whilst they're inside but on the outside is so important because that's when they need the support sometimes most um, and knowing that they have somewhere to go and be welcomed is very important having wonderful volunteers um, help it, it does make a difference. We wouldn't be able to run these services without them. And that's very much largely due to kind of parish networking and, and like, you know, reaching out to different parishes. Of We get a lot of our volunteers coming from parishes. So it's extremely, extremely important. And just word of mouth and, and kind of spreading the word of what we actually do. Last week, uh, elderly parents had come a two-and-a-half-hour journey. Their uh, son, they shared their story eventually. I don't ask questions, but I placed myself with a cup of tea. And when I see somebody coming 
in that needs help, such as these parents, I approach them and show them the performer that they have to follow, like filling in attendance forms, ordering from the kitchen and the security. I have a background of an MA on dyslexia. Uh, I've had adults come in that cannot read the form, so how terribly nervous they are. You can see it in their faces and cannot fill in just the shopping uh, form because they cannot read the list of foods uh, on the the shopping list. So it's actually being able to help them without putting them in a position that they lose even more self, uh, self-esteem. Because self-esteem, I feel, is uh, the basis of, of a lot of it. The stigma is such that parents will not say to the child, younger children, that, that they are visiting their fathers in prison. I don't know how they present, but they do not use the word prison because they don't want their child going back to school and sharing the fact that their father is in prison and be further isolated in in school because they feel isolated enough in society in general and there was one case that a researcher asked a child how she felt coming to visit her father in prison and the child was perplexed because she actually did not realize that it was a prison she was coming to. Well, I think maybe something that would always stick in my mind is potentially having to dress as a Father Christmas at one of Sen's opening days. I'd only just started and one of the officers couldn't do it, so I stepped in. did look very, very stupid, but yeah, that was something that stood out most. But again, that's kind of what PAC's about. It goes above and beyond and it it brings a sense of... Yes, you're in a prison, but we are going to make the best of this for you and your family. Um, yeah, we are going to dress as Father Christmas and give your children presents and kind of make it as nice as possible for them. And I think that's really what PACT is about. We prayed this prayer outside the prison. Lord, you offer freedom to all people. We pray for those in prison. Break the bonds of fear and isolation that exist. Support with your love prisoners, their families and friends, prison staff and all who care. Heal those who have been wounded by the actions of others, especially the victims of crime. Help us to forgive one another, to act justly, love mercifully, and walk humbly with Christ in his strength and in his spirit. Now and every day, Amen. Once I was bound by sin's galling fetters Chained like a slave I struggled in vain But I received a glorious freedom When Jesus broke my fetters in twain
freedom from fear with all of its torments freedom from care with all of its pain freedom in Christ my blessed Redeemer he who has rent my fetters in Emancipate